jelly brown one side and burnt to a crisp on the other. Oh, it drives me mad. Fresh from the uneven toaster of life. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Yes, Monday morning, and don't it feel so fine? Matt O'Kine, as uh, news coming through yesterday, Victoria taking another step, a bit more in line with the other states, some two square metre rules, 30 people in your house, which I haven't had in my house in total for probably two years. But um, I can do it now (laughs) in Melbourne. Uh, How was the rest of your weekend? Bro, I sweated for you so hard. Like, the first thing I felt when I woke up yesterday morning, I saw the news that a pl- everyone on a plane from Sydney to Melbourne is going to have to self-isolate for two weeks because of overseas travellers coming in and going straight from Sydney to Melbourne. I freaked for you, man. Yeah. And I messaged straight away. You're, you're fine though, right? Different airline, different terminal. Very, very uh, Dude, fortunate. Dude, you, but- you were calling me in the lead up. Remember before <laughs> your flight? You're like, Oi, Maddie, I want to talk about which 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 one I should go for for the old frequent flyers. I know. Clean <laughs> slate coming out of COVID. And I'm like, which do I go? And I picked in this case, the correct one. But hope you are well, no matter what you're up to. This is All Day Breakfast, and in fact, the final regular programming week of the year. So we're going to try and make it an absolute perler for you uh, as we go through. We've got a little bit of clickfish today. Matt O'Kine, as he tends to do, has come up with a new segment. And uh, we're also talking to Abby Holmes, former uh, AFLW player. You might see her on the boundary of Channel 7. She is somewhere in Australia. We're going to try and check in and see. We're out in Whoop Whoop. She is. It's all part of All Day Breakfast. Good morning. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Well, Alex Dyson, is a good weekend. I'll tell you that much. You I did mean, have I a good one. S- I got to see you. We stayed out late. I, I think it's the right. latest I have been out. <laughs> Easily this whole year. Easily. Yeah, just a couple of Friday night bevs. Tell you oh what. my gosh. I was still uh, feeling catch- it by Zumba on Sunday morning. Goodness <laughs> me. Oh my word, buddy. Uh, we, we did have uh, quite some fun with some old uh, some old friends from a previous station that we used to work at. Um, what else happened? Went to the pool. It was a very nice day in the pool. Nice warm water uh, down at the local park. But uh, I'll tell you what, I had a win. Don't tell me you were back at the uh, <laughs> Gosford RSL or whatever you, <laughs> no, whatever no, no, no. sloppy no, place you no. have. You so, pop a bit of. So going into. I think those days no, are over. I don't play. Yeah, I can't play the pokies anymore. I had to self-exclude myself. I had one too many actual dark days. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I could tell you about the day no, that it all us, changed. Tell us about the win. <laughs> tell us about the win. We don't know. It's the end of. We, it's the last regular program week for the year. We need happiness going on. There's a lot of good vibes around the place. You don't want to be taken back to the, some pub at two a.m. <laughs> In Sydney, me on my, my, my phone banking, transferring. <laughs> Anyways, please, if you're going to do a gamble responsibly. <laughs> um, and in fact, just maybe don't do it at all. But, <laughs> oh, you do you. No, my win, because I got to get to go out, you know, because we were having dinner. I still mm. had to cook Sophia dinner. Mm-hmm. So, um, so whipped up massive pot of spag bowl, right? Wearing a white tee. Ooh. Oh, bronze shaking her head in the background as well. Literally, and- growing up, I would eat my spaghetti topless <laughs> at the request of my dad because he was sick of trying to get out that sauce from well, the white teas. I thought, do I cook topless, right? <laughs> or do I just risk it? Or you put on an apron with the sort of Michelangelo's David uh, that goes out, which is sort of a, bit, a little bit of both. <laughs> so, so I thought, no, nah, I ch- I back myself. 
white T-shirt, two-hour cook of spaghetti. I'm stirring. Oh, you let it simmer. I'm, oh, I was simmering, mate. It was bubbling away at times. I was, I was doing – I'm looking after Sophia as well. Served it up. Not a splotch. Spotless. Massive win. Massive well, weekend win. Well, so, I, luckily, I, I wore my jacket, my new jacket on the weekend. Nothing on it yet. So that's pretty good. But we asked you on our Instagram. You can always keep an eye on our Instagram at matt.n.alex. We asked you, what was your weekend win? And uh, Ryan got in touch. Ryan from Melbourne, what was your weekend win? G'day, boys. Uh, last night went out for some drinks with the boys. Probably one of the first nights out. Mm. Um, ordered some pizzas. Like, I think I got a ham and cheese pizza, something basic. Yep. And the chef accidentally put olives on there. <gasps> so he's come out and he said, yeah, sorry, boys. We'll have to make you a new pizza, rah, rah, rah. And he said, well, here's a free pizza anyway. So Get to keep it. So you got the, So you got your free pizza, plus you got free olives, and then you got your other pizza. <laughs> and we got the other pizza as well, and we smashed them all. So it was perfect. <laughs> Massive win, Ryan. Thank you also, very much, mate. man. Also, Cass- another win if you boys want to hear. Oh, yes, okay, please. go on, hit us. So we head out to the club. $20 entry. F cost, I'm tapping. Decline. No. <gasps> Tap, decline. Like, oh, no. So I'll go check out my banking. Out of money. I'm in the, I'm in the negatives. Uh-oh. This doesn't I'm sound like a win to me. <laughs> no. Mate, taps me shoulder and says, I got you, buddy. Oh. Bang. Double Bro. win, mate. You are Double you win. are the luckiest man on it. Go. I just said stuff about gambling. Don't go buy yourself a lot of ticket. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> well, don't, don't do it. Just do it. You do you. Keep doing you. All right. Bye, Ryan. That yeah, seems Keep to be working so you, far mate. for you, Ryan. So that's been good stuff. We've also got Cassie from Melbourne. G'day, Cassie. Hey, uh, how you guys going? Good, thank you. You're going to get 30 people around to your house uh, now that we're allowed in Melbourne? Oh, yeah, it's going to be a raver. <laughs> that's wow. it. You, you're more keep, friends than me. Keep what, the masks, um, wash the hands, but that's rave responsibly. That's what I've always yeah. said. Um, but how was your weekend win? Rave. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, my weekend win was I actually ran into my ex-boyfriend, and <gasps> I was real cute looking, and he was not so cute looking. Hey, oh, yes. Yes, so good. It, Did it's... he have, like, an, an, you know, the next one under his arm? No, um, so he actually moved to Queensland ages ago. He's been completely off my radar. And then it just so happens the one restaurant I decided to go out to last night, he was there. He's back in Melbourne. Completely was not expecting it. But, yep, I looked fab. And he looked like he just stepped off a 14-hour flight, which (laughs) was not the case from Queensland. So I don't know what he was looking like that I don't know what's going wrong. It's been a rough COVID for a lot of people, Cassie. It's not always the case. Often that first meeting, you're fresh straight out of the gym. You've just been standing at the bus stop. A bus has gone past, put a puddle on top of you. You know, you, you've got leaves in your hair. So uh, that, that's pretty impressive there, Cass. Yeah, I was pretty impressed with myself too. Did you say hello? No, um, we didn't end on the best of terms. So I tried to avoid any kind of eye contact or anything. But awkwardly, we were actually sat at tables right next to each other. So it was trying to like... <laughs> oh, what the hell? <laughs> yep. Dude, that's the worst. Well, I'm glad you looked hot, so that's great. Well done, Cassie. <laughs> Good work. Um, and Emily from Melbourne, you had a win as well. Hello. Yes, I did. The story goes back to 2018. So I was, I went out and I parked in a parking space and used like the app to pay for my parking. And I came back to my car with a parking fine. I'm going, that's ridiculous. I, I, I paid for parking for the whole mm. time. 
And it wasn't until I contested the fine going, what What are you talking about? They go, oh, you, you put your number plate into the app wrong. I was like, oh, God. Oh. So it was kind of annoying because I was about to go overseas and I just didn't have the time or the energy to like, you know, fight it any further. So I was like, all right, fine, I'll just pay this parking fine. That's the thing. I've been in that position before where I got done by the parking app because I pressed pay and it had a little pop-up. It's like, do you want us to use your location so that when you return to the parking? And I'm like, no, I don't. Thank you very much. But because that popped up, they needed me to confirm again. But it's priced in a way where it is better, more cost beneficial for you to just pay the fine than go through the rigmarole of calling totally. someone up and saying, yeah. this is where you are wrong. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not going to take a, you know, an $80 fine to court or whatever. So mm. I was like, fine, have my cash. Um, but yeah, then fast forward to Friday. And over the time I thought, gee, I'm annoyed about that fine. I really should have, you know, taken that further because I'd bloody paid for it. Uh, Friday, I get an email saying, oh, we've done a proactive look into, you know, our, our parking fines that were, you know, the, the appeals were rejected and we've decided to refund your fine. Can you please send us your bank details? Oh, I was like, hell yeah. When does that ever happen? <laughs> oh, my goodness, Emily. That is an absolute world-class win. Emily from Melbourne, congratulations. What are you going to spend the money on? Thank you. Oh, it was, it's just kind of nice to like have a bit of extra for Christmas shopping. I oh. kind of bought myself a Christmas present as well. So well, you deserve it, Emily. It's a long play, but <laughs> when it pays, it pays, okay? <laughs> Two years in the making, but cha-ching. Thanks, Emily. Thank you. Yeah, hopefully we've got a few more weekend wins. Actually, we're not on next weekend. <laughs> <laughs> well, if anything happens to you over the next month, let us know somehow. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. Now, Matt, I was in the CBD of Melbourne on Sunday morning. Okay, it was pretty early, right? Going to come to Republic to do some Zumba. And uh, wandering past, saw a massive line of people. Okay. Oh, All I socially didn't know my, distanced, but they I were. No tickets to my show were on sale. No, no, I didn't know either. And after I realized that that wasn't, I'm like, well, what can it be for? Right? Mm. It hit me. The Maya Christmas windows, okay, have started. And you've got a massive line of people going up to see all the, you know, the moving things and the elves and there's a flying it's tram this year. It's isn't it? It's, it's, it is there in the windows with all the bright lights, you know, uh, letting people know that, um, you know, not only cross Christmas has begun, but also you can come inside and buy a little something, right? Mm. So like moths to the flame, these families gathered... Okay, getting tempted by the windows and oh, who knows, maybe wandering inside to purchase a few items. And I thought to myself, you know what? This is a lot like news articles putting out a headline and telling us that you should click on it. Oh, it's time for Clickfish. Click, click, click. Click, click, click. Clickfish. Clickfish. With producer Bron. Look, Bron. We're all looking forward to a holiday. <laughs> Just so that Alex has a few weeks to himself to think about how he's going to introduce this segment in 2021. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Although, hopefully, it'll just give me lots of time to think of new ones. Oh, yeah. No, um, we, we love it every week. <laughs> um, and we love you coming in and joining us every week, Bron, because we you click all the articles that we are too cool to click on. All right, mm -hmm. we've got a big, we got a big bug in our boot about clickbait. 
Yeah, and, and Bron, uh, Bron's your hero to go and do the dirty work for you. And uh, what have you raked up this week, Bron? This is the last one of the year. Yeah. Mm. Very exciting. We've thank got... you very much for joining us this year as well. It's been incredible. Oh, thank you for having me. <laughs> Anytime. Um, well, this is from... No, specifically Mondays. <laughs> Only Mondays. <laughs> this headline is, Man dresses as Buddy the Elf to meet Dad for the first time, but he doesn't get the joke. Now, have you guys seen the movie Elf? Um, I've, yeah, like most things, I've watched a bit and fallen asleep. But um, Will Ferrell playing an elf who yes. is actually a human but working at the elf factory. Yes, so yeah. he's a human that lives in the North Pole. He goes to New York City to find his human dad. Oh, yep. Um, and when he meets his dad, he says this. I was adopted, but you didn't know I was born. So I'm here now. I found you, Daddy. And guess what? I love you. I love you. I love you. Yeah. So apparently this guy, Doug, who also went to meet his dad for the first time, dressed up as Buddy the Elf <laughs> and said that exact line and sang it to his dad. But his dad was like, what the hell? I've never seen <laughs> what Oh, are you my doing? God. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> oh, man. And, the, and then he'd finally realise he'd had a whole life of not having his dad disappointed at him, but he's <laughs> <laughs> starting it off, his first one. Apparently the dad did hug him and said, oh, my son, oh, my boy, and they did watch it as a family oh, together. Great. Oh, great. Which good. is Happy cute. ending. All right, that's nice. But how embarrassing. <laughs> I know. I'm sure I would have got it over. It's a, it's a sweet sentiment. This one is just from a TikTok I saw over the weekend, which just blew my actual mind, if mm. it's true. I've done some research, and I think it is true. So mm. basically, the name Madison, which is a very common name, mm. is apparently really, really recent. So allegedly, there were no girls named Madison before 1984. Like, it was just the last name for people. Mm-hmm. And then in 1984, a movie called Splash came out with Tom Hanks, and it was about a mermaid or something, and she was trying to figure out a name and they pass Madison Avenue in New York and here's a grab about it. What are English names? Well, English, well, there's millions of them, I guess. Uh, Jennifer, Joni, Hillary, uh, Linda, Kim, where are we? Madison. Uh, Elizabeth, Mads. Samantha. Madison, I like Madison. Well, Madison's not a name. Well, all right, okay, fine. Madison it is. Good that we weren't at 149th Street. So Wait, the, the joke are you was... telling me that everyone who's called Madison is because of that goddamn movie? Apparently, yes. How weird is that? I, I'm, I'm finding that quite strange. I mean, I was a big fan of just naming Sophia anything, right? <laughs> just oh, What do you God. mean? Well, I mean, like, because I would, like, you, you say so many names in your head over and over that you're like, they don't mean anything anymore. Like, what is Sam? What is Sam? Sam is just a, it's just a noise. You know what I mean? Richard. Do you think that means... Like, do you whoa, think whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Apologies to you if you're listening and your name is Sam. I mean, <laughs> no, I, I did not, we didn't talk about Matthew. this before. Matthew, <laughs> that's, just, that's just a series of names. So literally when I was trying to name Sophia, I'd just be like, Shmina. <laughs> Slopnam. I'm glad you didn't name her Shmina. <laughs> or Slopnam. Slopnam. See, like, I mean, it's just words. It's just sounds. So Madison, it's just oh, sounds. Can you sure. please, can you please dig yourself in on that and call your next baby, if you have one, a, a, a random noise? Slopnam. <laughs> Goodness me. All right, actually, don't do that because it could be rough. Uh, Bron, that's incredible. And it's 
true. Yeah, so apparently it's true. So well, Madison whole, Avenue get its name last name. It's a, yeah, it's a last. It has always mm. been a last name. So the butt of the joke was, oh, Madison's a ridiculous name to call yourself. That's yeah. not a girl's name. But it became so popular after the movie that it was the second most popular name for girls in the US in two thousand and one. Wow, um, it's like Mackenzie. I mean, it's it's been around for a little bit now. But who was the first person called Mackenzie? Hmm. Hmm. Think about that one. Shlumlum. You could be first, Matt. You could be first. <laughs> well, my next my next story is from Kidspot. The headline is most popular names of 2020 revealed. Oh, oh okay. I always, we you're always the tempted about names, these ones. The so-called bogan names, names like Corona getting thrown around the bogan names list that mm-hmm. Kidspot had up a little while back. But what about uh, what about the, what are the best names? So for boys, do you want to have a guess? Um, these days, I will say Oliver. Mm, that's third. Ooh. Wow. I'm going to say Max. Mm, didn't even make the top 20. Um, okay, I, I, met, like- I met my godson for the first time on the weekend. Ooh. Noah. Ooh, second. Oh, I'm getting <laughs> oh closer. Oh, my God. Okay, what about Alexander? No, nah, it doesn't make the top 20. <laughs> Matt. No. Nah. No, that's old school now. Tyson. No, well, it's it, the boy's okay, name. let's stop guessing and let's hear what it is. <laughs> boy's name is Muhammad. There we go. Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, that makes sense. Damn it. I should have known. Yeah. Girl's yeah. name, it could have been Schloptom, <laughs> <laughs> but it is Sophia. <laughs> it is oh! Sophia. Oh, wow. Okay, well, we, we started the trend because we did it last year, see, so that's why everyone's calling their kid. Is Ava up there? I bet Ava's up there. Yeah, Ava is I liked Ava six. as a name. But Sophia kicked Olivia off the top spot. So Olivia was number one for, um, since 2014, it's been number one, except for this year where Sophia has reigned supreme. I'm telling you, it's it's us. I did that. Thank you very much. Uh, you're welcome to all the Sophias out there um, and to all the Olivias. Well, well, we'll see. We'll see, Matt O'Kind, because, you know, it depends. That's Name, annoying. You, the, things can change in the future and a big... 20, you know, 2020 crop of Sophia's in the future. I mean, it well, could be a good derogatory term. <laughs> you know, the only way character. you can avoid that for your own child? <laughs> Call them Smealum. <laughs> no one will mind. There won't be enough to be able to Call stereotype. <laughs> um, thank you so much, brothers. Awesome. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you with Clickfish next year. I'll see you next year. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Order up. That's how you like it. Perfect. All day breakfast. Alex Dyson, big weekend um, around Australia for us. I mean, we did so much stuff, but it was also a big weekend for those in the uh, space community. Um, yeah. Well, I'd assume most days would be big <laughs> for astronauts. No, not necessarily. Sometimes. Oh, you mean for the entire like on and off Earth community? Or, yeah, or literally yeah, yeah, the astronauts yeah. on the station. Yeah, yeah, not just waking the up in, in the in this international space station orbiting the Earth, and it's like, what'd you get up to? Oh, another boring one, you know. Well, it would be it would be pretty boring after a I, while. You'd be floating around, <laughs> mates. When when would that get boring? <laughs> that gets. I mean, have you ever been to the local pool? You do it for about forty <laughs> minutes. You're like, oh, all right, I'm I've, I've been I've pretended to be every single large sea creature that there is. <laughs> I'm not going back to being a crocodile again, all right? I still think space, no boring days. 
Well, look, if you happen to be in the outback of Australia, okay, um, Woomera, South Australia, early yesterday, you might have seen a, uh, a space capsule landing. What? So this, this space capsule We've touched down. Anyone in it? In Woomera, no, 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 no. So it was uh, it was run by the Japanese Aerospace Exploration Agency. Um, it landed at four thirty one a.m. All right, and uh, it landed perfectly. And this was the Japanese Hayabusa two spacecraft, which actually took samples from an asteroid called the Ryugu asteroid, which Whoa. is currently approximately eleven point seven six million kilometers from Earth. All right. Oh so Imagine, this, I hope they gave the people of Woomera a heads up that this would be happening <laughs> as well. Imagine get, walking the dog at 4am and then a space capsule comes walking down. Walking the dog? Mate, 4.30am? I could have been coming home from the pub, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what could have been happening at 4.30am? There'd be some me. bros on some, on some balcony, you know, <laughs> having, <laughs> having the very last tinny and God knows what else, just looking out the back, oh, man, did you see that? Whoa. But um, <laughs> they did. It landed and it has a sample of um, asteroid in it, 5.2. It, it was deliberately Woomera. They, they aimed it for yeah, Woomera. Well, of course, they're not going to do it in, you know, Chinatown where there's people around. No, no, I'm not saying that, but I'm like, is there a place in Japan they could have landed it? I, I don't know, man. There's like a lot of people in Japan. I just feel like there's not enough space in Japan <laughs> to get that right. True. It you is, know, it no is matter, a, a very highly, you know. Dense place. Exactly. No matter where that thing landed, it probably would have landed in some, a, you know, underground karaoke den or something. <laughs> like it, it. anywhere you go in, in Japan feels like there's just heaps of people and there's heaps of cool stuff going on. Yeah. So. Uh, ramen bar. Yeah. <laughs> landed right in a ramen bar. All right. <laughs> so, so Woomera, it lands and it has, but the, the, the reason why they did it, right, after traveling 5.2 billion kilometers, the whole reason that this capsule, which... My might add, became a fireball as it entered Earth's atmosphere. Right. Um, the whole reason why they did it is to gain insight into the origin and evolution of the solar system. Mm. All right. Including organic matter, water, and how possibly life started on this planet. You see, you'd probably get a better idea about, about that than just asking the bros on the Woomera balcony at 4am. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they'll t- you ask them, they'll tell you how life started. <laughs> That's the conversations they're having at 4am in Woomera on a Saturday night. That's the conversation they're having in everywhere on 4am on a Saturday night. Man, do you reckon that we see the same green as you? <laughs> like, I know that this is green, but what if it's a completely different colour, man? And I... I just want to point out that the fact that Matt chose the colour green is a coincidence, okay? Sorry. It's not not deliberately that. That is just, he picked anything out of the air. It's not about what was helping him think about it at all. all right. Oh, just yeah. Pointing that what out. else was going on on the balcony at 4.30, yes. <laughs> what he's looking at that was green, we're not saying anything. It so, was, he's got a green car, okay? So, so what when it, when it landed, 4.31, this is the t- timeline of events. Japanese Ex- Aerospace Exploration Agency confirmed the operation was perfect, it said on Twitter. Okay, we'll now move into scientific observation. They actually then tracked the the asteroid sample, the dirt, you know, this asteroid mm-hmm. material into you wouldn't you wouldn't believe this, Alex Dyson. They actually they're doing the testing here in the podcast one studios. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I actually just happened to walk in. 
that's to the what office. The, the people out there in the the white yes. suits are doing. Yes, yes, that's ah, exactly what they're doing. So they're testing the the asteroid sample. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and and they've found a whole bunch of different things in this asteroid sample. So, um, what? yeah. So this is <laughs> this is an exclusive, by the way. This is absolutely exclusive. Uh, Matt and Alex letting you know what they've found in the asteroid sample. Uh, they found traces of cigarette ash, urine, and booze, uh, indicating that the asteroid was once visited by footy players on Mad Monday. They found Darth Vader's earring. <laughs> he wears one. Who would have known underneath that whole thing? Ah, interesting. You, no, but would he wear two and... Just the back fell off one, and that's no, that's no, no. He only, on wears, he only wears one. He yeah. only wears one, and it fell off. Yeah. I remember when um, I got a girlfriend, and she moved into. We moved in together, and came into my um, my bedroom, and, and found an earring. Uh, that didn't work well for me. Hopefully, oh, Darth no. Vader was. That, uh, <laughs> Darth Vader was in the in the bed. Was feeling better. Darth Vader's new girlfriend is more understanding. <laughs> They found a single bike tire track, meaning uh, life could have either started as sick lads doing wheelies or as clowns on unicycles. They don't know yet. They actually found a message written in the dirt uh, of this asteroid sample. It was quite a big sample they took, and there was actually a, a message carved into the dirt. Um, do you know what it said, Alex Dyson? Oh, well, what was it? It said, uh, bring back Adam and Will. <laughs> So, um, and actually, it's actually really bad news. Um, yeah, they found COVID-20 in oh, the sand. Unlucky. The unlucky. <laughs> it is the worst news. Like, we're only just covering this COVID-19, and they found COVID-20. Oh, what 2021's going to suck. What are the odds? <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you very much, uh, Japanese researchers and... Assisted by Badokai. Now, Matokine, with Australia opening up, it is a very good opportunity to go and see a bit, a few parts of Australia that you are not yet to see. And a lot of people haven't in- explored their backyard. I mean, we're, we're all used to copping the pics on the gram from you know, Santorini and mm. and and places in Italy. I can't remember what's the what's the famous place. What's like a famous place in Italy? And the Amalfi Rome. Coast. <laughs> the Amalfi Coast. Well, um, forget about it. They're ravaged. <laughs> And there's just as beautiful things here in Australia. And someone who's checking it out at the moment is Abby Holmes. You may know her work on the boundary for Channel 7 during the football, which I've enjoyed very much this year. You might have seen her on Survivor as well. Or you could be following her latest travels as part of Backyard Bandits, where we currently join her now from Exmouth, WA. Hello, Abby. Hello, guys. How are you going? Well, we're not going as good as you because you just showed us your view out your window before we started this interview and our jaws hit the ground and we're, now we don't like you because we're jealous. <laughs> I know, right? We literally just landed in Exmouth about 10 minutes ago. So I've checked into um, the resort here and had a look at my balcony and it's just mind-blowing. Australia is just full of so many incredible places, so we're very lucky to be on the road for 
six weeks at the moment with Backyard Bandits and we are absolutely making the most of it. Absolutely. I would go turquoise water, would you call it? Turquoise? What blue would you say? It is the bluest water I think I've ever seen in my life. So, um, yeah. All right, yeah. Abby. Look, <laughs> I I don't I don't want to I don't want to be more jealous. But how? Tell me about Backyard Bandits and how it started. Because as someone who is in the media, I have often thought, how can I get paid to go travelling everywhere? It was right? whoever watched Getaway <laughs> or The Great Outdoors thought <laughs> one day, and you're living the dream right now, Abby. So uh, tell us a bit about this Backyard Bandits initiative. Backyard Bandits is something that I've personally been working on for probably about the last 18 months and it was a concept prior to the bushfires and the devastation caused there and prior to COVID-19 ever becoming a thing and it was more or less around my passion for Australia and, and our home country but I guess the frustration is the wrong word but it was born out of I guess there's so many Australians out there who have spent thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars traveling internationally but there's so many Aussies out there that have never seen you know the full-blown Australia and Indigenous community the red dirt the history the culture so yeah it was just mind-boggling for me the fact that I have been very fortunate once again and very lucky to spend a lot of time in Indigenous community around the country and I just wanted to try and really promote and inspire Australians to get out there hit the road you know, pinpoint a destination on a map and, and, and go there, just get in the car and go. So, um, yeah, that was, I guess, the concept behind Backyard Bandits. But now with everything that has happened over the last 12 months, it makes it even more relevant to get out there and explore our own backyard. You know what it is, I reckon? I reckon it's cheap beers. <laughs> if Australia had cheap beers... <laughs> Literally no one would ever leave it because that's like the people are like, oh, but you go to Bali, mate, beers are only $2.50 or whatever. You're like, yeah, but pay $6 for a beer and you can stay and it's amazing, just as amazing here. And Because some of the scenery you would have seen, you're starting in Adelaide through Cooper Pedy, otherwise known as Whoop Whoop. That's what I just think of when I think of Cooper Pedy. It is out there through Uluru, Alice Springs. Tell us what it's like. I've never been to Uluru. I got to Alice Springs one time, never actually been to Uluru, but it must be just a magical place because I got told that it's actually taller than the Eureka Tower in Melbourne. It's It's amazing. (laughs) It honestly is. It's uh, Sorry, I'm going to answer this because I... (laughs) I I went just on a little I just went for a little trip by myself and I it is one of those things where you go oh my god I had no idea how incredible this place was sort of when you saw my perm in in person for the first time you've just really got <laughs> to see it with your own eyes It is bigger than the Eureka Towers yes What but, did you think Abby the first time you went to Uluru well, it's crazy because I've been lucky enough to live in Darwin in the NT for six years and I myself had never been to Uluru so that was a big, you know, bucket list item for me to go there and um, it was just mind-blowing. Um, as you said, you know, until you see it in person, you always think the rock is going to be magnificent, but when you are there standing at the base of it or looking upon on it, it just really does blow your mind and it, it was even more special because now, well, my now fiancé proposed to me in front of the rock. So, what? Uh, well, just then, like well, just recently... Oh, oh. showing us the uh, the ring on the finger. Congratulations. Yeah, show us, show us really the exciting. big rock on your hand. Yeah. I tell you what, that's as tall as the Eureka Bloody Tower as well, <laughs> by the looks of things. Well, I, I, got a, I got a rock in front of the rock, so I was yeah. very, very lucky. Um, and who's your fiancé? Yeah. Is he the rock? 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dwayne Johnson, the rock from the rock. Not quite, the rock. Not quite the rock. But, um, yeah, no. So it's got an extra special meaning for me now as well. The fact uh, that that happened there and oh, um, that's so yeah, good. It was amazing. That's incredible. I've seen a photo of you on a Segway going around Uluru as well, which I'm a little bit worried about because whenever I see footage of boundary riders on a Segway, it usually ends in tears. How did you go, Abby? Did you stay upright? Yeah, look, I don't think I'm going to hit up Channel 7 for my very own Segway anytime soon because <laughs> around the boundary. But um, I got through with no no incidents. Um, a few of our group actually hit the deck a couple of times. So, um, no, I loved it. And once again, it's about 11 kilometres around the track, around the base of Uluru. So um, I much prefer to jump on a Segway and do that than walk by foot, that's for sure. <laughs> so tell us about some of the things that you have done around these places, and like the activities, you know, because Uluru, yeah, you, you can, you're viewing it and you get that time and reflection and the, in the awe of it. You've, you've ridden segways. Have you gone snorkeling? you going surfing? What are you doing? Uh, well, since we've got to the coast over in WA, we will. I think we're going on a turtle tour tonight at night and then, you know, swimming with manta rays and all of the stuff that's under the sea uh, over the next few days. But through the territory, you know, you're in desert country. Um, so segways at Uluru, we've jumped in a couple of choppers and, you know, flown over the Catherine Gorge and Uluru itself. The King's Canyon Rim Walk is unbelievable. Um, yeah, that was insane. We've hot air ballooned around Alice Springs. We've yeah been lucky enough to do a lot of things, um, oh. you know, crocodile jumping, sunset cruises, you name it. It really has been an absolute dream come true this trip. But there's more to come. We've still got another couple of weeks on the road. Yeah, heading down the WA coast through Dunsborough and Margaret River, through to Albany, through <laughs> over the Nullarbor to Kalgoorlie. There's still plenty to go. But something that, that would potentially sort of scare me a little bit about doing these big road trips. The distances between these towns are so long in these parts of Australia. What are some essentials you need in the car? I'm talking mechanical and also snacks. Okay, what what two things do you need to be sure? Because I don't want to be broken down the side of the road. And if I am, I want to be having some very good tucker. For us, you know, we've been very lucky actually to have GME Australia on board this trip. And I guess that for us has given us just that added confidence knowing that if we do get into trouble, you know, we've got a safety beacon that, you know, help is never far away when you've got these things. But also, I guess along the road, we've got handheld radios. We've got a convoy. So we've got a Toyota mm. um, towing a jet ski and then a motorhome as well. So when, <laughs> oh you, my when, God. You, when you're out of mobile rain, there's no way that you can communicate to one another. So these handheld radios have been really good for us. I think it's only about 14% of Australia that's actually got mobile phone data attached to it. so And part of the 86% is my bedroom. Never get good reception <laughs> from bed at home. It doesn't get the reception. <laughs> exactly. I don't know why that is. Uh, but Yeah, but outside of that, I guess snacks is very important as well. Um, you know, we've got a lot of popcorn. That seems to be the, the trend in the Backyard Bandits 2020 campaign. Interesting. <laughs> Popcorn's a very space taking snack. I mean, uh, that's. I feel like there's a lot of packing that needs to be done for popcorn. I would have gone for something... Cr- like crisps, but that's me. <laughs> what do I know? You're the one doing it, Abby. When you're on the road, it's quite stressful as well because we're so used to obviously having access to a kitchen and everything like that. Mm. But I tell you what, there's a lot of roadhouses and a lot of we're knackered in bed by eight, so we'll just grab whatever whatever's easy. Um, what's the yeah. um? What's the nastiest thing you've seen in a Bay Marie on the journey, <laughs> Abby, oh. at one of these roadhouses? <laughs> I've seen a couple of Jim Sims in these Bay Marines, but it looks like they've been there for about four days. So we've seen a few of them. 
Yeah, okay. Well, that's good. Um, keep away from any dim sim that looked like it formed from erosion. Uh, and other than that, take care. If you do want to follow Abby's journey as part of Backyard Bandits, at Backyard Bandits Australia on Instagram and Abby C. Holmes as well, getting plenty of pics of the trip. And, yeah, go on. Send us some photos if you go out on a, on a trip. We love to see different parts of Australia. Although, just be wary. Matt and I do get jealous uh, with it. And yeah. so you may get a few uh, uh, sweary emoji faces back, but that's it. <laughs> Thanks so much, Abby. All the best, hey? That's all right, guys. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. All day breakfast. With a cup of tea with a tea bag stuck in it. Mm-mm. And that brings us to the end of another All Day Breakfast. Thank you very much for joining us for this one. Very excited about tomorrow, Matt O'Kine, because All Day Breakfast becomes All Day, All Day Breakfast. That's right, we've got All Day on the show. Oh, such a legend. Absolutely love his music. Cannot wait to be talking to uh, Mr. Tom Gaynor about what he's been up to and his new track that's coming out. But thank you to everyone who joined us on this episode. Thanks to Abby Holmes um, you know, for making us incredibly jealous about her incredible trip around Australia. Uh, urging us all to take some sweet local holidays. Thank you to Ryan, Cassie in Melbourne who all joined us to let us know their weekend wins. And thank you to you for listening. You can always keep in touch with us at matt.n.alex on the gram. We'll catch you next time for some all-day breakfast. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. 